Hashtag Packwatch, episode 25. I'm Zach Jewell here with co-host Jack Witter. NBA trade deadline just passed. So that's what we're going to talk about, right? Yeah. A, a lot, lot went down. A lot went down, you know. Not my favorite stuff, I'm going to be honest. A couple mm-hmm. questionable I'm, moves by my team. I think you got a, you know, an all-star in Mike Conley. There's not much to be, you know, too beat up about. Whereas the Hornets traded away. They're only one of their only good young players and didn't move. And Plum Dog. And Plum Dog. They, they, they traded Plum Dog. Plum Dog. I think I had to get a pick up the Clippers, but you know we're not we're not discussing that right now. Yeah. We gotta. Uh, so we're gonna sh- go straight into it. The first deal we're gonna talk about, you know, the first deal that happened is the Kyrie Irving to the Mavericks trade. Now, um, the full details were Kyrie and Markeith Morris for Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, a 2027 second round pick, and then a 2029 first round pick and a 2029 second round pick um personally before i get your opinion on this i think it was a um i think it's hard to put a price on someone that requests a trade Mm -hmm. because you don't have you don't have leverage anymore and yet Kyrie irving's a pretty good player he's pretty controversial but he's a great he's a great basketball player so i think he's ultimately worth more than that but because of him requesting a trade and all the teams knowing that they had to get rid of him before before the trade deadline. I think it's a fine trade. Yeah, from the Nets' perspective, um, I, I I liked the trade more for the Nets when we talked about it a week ago mm-hmm. because I didn't know about the Kevin Durant trade yet. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that you know the Nets think that they can still compete for a playoff spot. And try to attract a superstar in the future. I think they're going. I think they're blowing up the team. Actually, well, if they were blowing up the team, why wouldn't they take the Lakers trade where they would get you know I did see multiple that. unprotected first round picks? I'm not sure. So I, I, it seems seems like a dumb move if you are in, intent on blowing it up. Um, for the Mavericks, I mean, they've been really good. No Luca, but Kyrie is cooking right now. Yeah. Um, we'll see how they fit together, but. Mavericks definitely a threat in the Western Conference. Uh, I, I, I'm worried to see what the bench looks like in playoff time. Yeah, but um, we talked about this trade last week, but obviously it was before the Kevin Durant trade. So I think that like makes it a lot different for the Nets, not mm-hmm. the Mavericks. Nothing changes for the Mavericks besides the West getting harder. But yeah, I'm not really sure what the Nets' direction they're going, what what direction they're going. But it's not a terrible trade, I think. And you know, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about the West as a whole later, but second trade that I want to talk about, there's a couple of random trades like Dwayne Dedman to the Spurs. That's tough. That's for, I for mean, some cash. Spurs are, Spurs are title like, contenders now. <laughs> um, but this is the, this is the trade I want to talk about. Three team trade, Jazz, Lakers, and Timberwolves. The Timberwolves, let, let's just go through what each team gets. The Jazz get Russell Westbrook, Damian Jones, uh, JTA, Lakers 2027 first round pick protected uh, one through four doesn't really matter. Timberwolves get Mike Conley, Nikhil Alexander, Walker, uh, and then three second round picks. And then the Lakers get D'Angelo Russell, Jared Vanderbilt, and Malik Beasley. Um, right off the bat, I think the winner of this trade was the Lakers, and I think the loser was the Jazz. And I'm going to tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. You you can go first if you if you'd rather. Um, the Jazz and the Timberwolves lost it. I mean, you know, I saying somebody lost a trade immediately after it happened is kind of a dumb thing. But here we are, mm-hmm. content. But you know, the team. I feel like the Timberwolves lost value on this trade, 
And I, I just don't know, you know, you get some defense back for Mike Conley. I could see where they're going with it. I just don't like the fact that, you know, they kind of facilitate the Lakers getting three, like, quality, quality pieces. Yeah, I think this really changes stuff for the Lakers, even though, to be fair, they're really far behind with only around 25 games left. For the Lakers, I mean, I'm I'm really high on the Lakers now. Um, they can only go so far being, like, a seven, a six seed. is like. Well, I mean, you know, if Anthony Davis... And LeBron are healthy, which is a big if. Now they have, you know, they fixed two of their biggest problems. You know, they lacked defense outside of AD. You know, Vando can do that. And, you know, shooting. I mean, D'Lo's been pretty solid pretty, recently. Pretty hot recently. We're filling in for Westbrook, you know, who's been not that. <laughs> um, and Beasley's a good outside shooter. And Beasley's another good shooter. So I think if LeBron and AD are healthy, this team can, you know, I, I wouldn't bet against them in any series. Not that I think that they're, you know, the title favorites now, but they're certainly more dangerous now. Yeah, I think they... So, let me explain the Timberwolves, like, the reason that they did this. So, they so they got rid of D'Angelo Russell, who... And at first, I was really against this trade because, you know, D'Angelo Russell was playing phenomenal, right? And he has great pregame fits. I mean... <laughs> uh, yeah, so I didn't like it. I didn't like the trade. And then a couple reports came out where basically, like... There was a lot, a lot of tension between Gobert and D'Lo, and D'Lo refused to pass him the ball, and... He was a to- he was toxic in the locker room to Gobert. They like fought a couple times. So now I understand, and I understand why they got Mike Conley, who's averaging the seventh most assists in the league at like eight. And then Nikhil Alexander Walker's a good role player, young player who could do something maybe in the future, not like a star, but he could be a solidified, solid, you know, like seventh man, sixth man. Um, so the reason that they did this was obviously. They had to get rid of D'Lo. For, the Timberwolves are all in on this Rudy Gobert thing. They understand, Tim Conley, the GM, understands that he made a huge mistake. Mm-hmm. Okay, He got fleeced for that Gobert trade. We'll talk about the Kevin Durant trade later, but like, you could have gotten Kevin Durant for less picks, less price than the Timberwolves got Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I'm, I don't know if that's a, exactly an apt comparison, but um, for the T-Wolves... I feel. I mean, looking back on it, I feel like this probably increases their ceiling a little yes, bit. Yes, I, I agree. Um, I'm still not really sold on the Gobert Cat combination. I mean, it's hard th- to be sold when they they haven't played. They yeah. barely played any games together. But I mean, I I did. I mean, when they have played together, it's not been great. I yeah. Mean, um, I think for the future of the T Wolves, I mean. I used to be an Anthony Edwards hater, you know, he's, just he's pretty just, good, just purely because of you know Lamelo, <laughs> but I've come to very much respect his ability to you know be the one option on a team. Correct. So they've got to. I mean, I in my opinion, they should get rid of Cat. I I yeah, um, I can see that and build around Ant. Um, I mean, it, he we're looking at a Cat's a great center, so like you can't like or he's a great piece. He's not a center anymore, and he's a very efficient scorer. And I think the reason that they got rid of D'Lo was because the team didn't work with three prolific scorers mm-hmm. or three guys that shot the ball at high high mm-hmm. rates. You can't have D'Angelo Russell shooting the ball 13 times when you have Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns that are better options. And so, yeah, and now you got a guy in Mike Conley who doesn't need to score. Exactly, he can, he can distribute passer. and he can defend. Which so D'Lo can't. I mean, he could distribute. He fine, distribute, but, but he but wanted to shoot the ball more yeah, than distribute. Yeah. Um, so I think it was a good—I I think this definitely, like, for this season alone, like, 
I mean, I understand that D'Angelo Russell was on the last day, year of his con, the last year of his contract. Okay, I feel like you could have gotten a little bit more for him. Um, Mike Conley's a 35 year old guy who's who's really not going to play in the league that much longer. So so we're looking at a, a team that's I think better in the short term. I'm not sure about long run. It's pretty difficult for you to assume if D'Angelo Russell would have signed back with the Timberwolves. I don't think he would have. I don't think the Timberwolves would be interested. Um, but I think for this season alone, like they they could they could be a solid team depending on how Carl Anthony Towns and Gobert work out now with Mike Conley. And um, in terms of the Jazz, I mean... This made no sense for them. I didn't really understand it, I'm going to be honest. They are not a bad team. They started off the year hot and they definitely collapsed. But, like... And I understand... They hold a lot of picks after the Gobert trade and now this. So I, I kind of understand, and I understand why get, like, why get rid of Mike Conley because you're clearly in going into rebuild mode or like trying to be in rebuild mode, except your team's actually not that bad. Mm-hmm. So I understand why uh, get rid of Mike Conley as he's old. So, but I think, and, and I honestly, I'm surprised they're going to buy, I think they're going to buy out Russell Westbrook, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, Russ is not going to play in Utah. Um if we're, if we're going to pivot to Russ, I think, I mean, going kind of back to the Lakers too, um, getting D'Lo to take the shots that Westbrook took is going to be a lot more efficient. And you don't, I mean, Russ is a, like a good guy in transition still. Mm-hmm. He still can distribute. But, you know, the Lakers already had all of that yeah. in LeBron. Um, so I think D'Lo fits that team a lot better. Uh, raises their ceiling in Westbrook. I think he'll, he's, he's definitely one of the top players in the buyout market right now. So he'll get picked up. Um, he's not going to play for the Jazz. I could definitely see him going to the Clippers or somewhere like that. Yeah, 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 that's definitely possible. I, I think the Jazz, I'm not really sure what they were going for, um, but but I, I understand the rebuilding like mindset, except I feel like, and I feel like they understand they're not winning a title anytime soon. They're not going to win a title this year or next year, the year after that. So they understand. I mean, obviously they're like a solid team, but I think they're just giving up and are going to go into rebuild mode, which... We're not sure that that could work out for them. It, it couldn't. It's it's difficult to you know. There's this new philosophy that's going around the NBA where it's basically like you're trading a bunch of picks for like a superstar. Okay, mm-hmm. you're trading a bunch of picks for a really good player because that one player potentially and like most of the time is going to be worth than ev- is going to be worth more than every single one of those first round picks unless you're getting a generational guy. Mm-hmm. Like is Kevin Durant going to be worth more than like the four first round picks 100 percent. yeah it's interesting to see the change of philosophy i mean teams used to be like all right we don't have a superstar we're not contending let's just play the lottery game for yeah. five years um certainly there's still teams that do that <clears throat> hornets yeah um but you know i think I, I really like teams being aggressive and you know i didn't i mean the rudy gobert trade i didn't think it made them title contenders but i like the aggressiveness but okay didn't work out yeah Okay, next trade, Josh Hart, New York Knicks for Cam Reddish and a first. Um, it's it's lottery protected, so that's I think that's good. And I think I'm gonna get some backlash. I don't know if I'm gonna get some backlash from you. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get some backlash from other people, but I don't think Josh Hart's worth a first round pick. Um, for the Knicks, it's worth it. The Knicks are playoff, a playoff team. You know, the guy you get at a 25th overall pick is not going to be better than Josh Hart. More than likely. Cam um, Reddish. 
he they wasn't being used. I think this is a good. I think this is a great trade for the Blazers. No, it's really Cam Reddish sucks, dude. You can't. He doesn't get minutes. He's because he sucks. I mean, I I feel so bad for Dame. They they got rid of Gary Payton. You know. Yeah. They got rid of. Uh, Dame's doing it to himself. Hart. Teams, teams. Uh, he he got to get out of there. Free Dame. He did it to himself, though. To be um, fair, he doesn't want to leave. But I mean, this this makes no sense for the Trailers. I don't know what they're doing. Um, I think the Trailers should commit to a rebuild. You know, you're not going to win anything with Dame. They won't, though. <laughs> they won't. Anyway. Okay. I thought I thought I think this is a good trade for the Knicks. I think it's a fine trade. I don't know. I like it better. I actually like it better for the Blazers because we don't know what Cam Reddish is. In my opinion, in my opinion, I don't think he. He's not bad. He just doesn't get to play. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, next trade, Jakobodl to the Raptors. Okay, mm-hmm. next trade. Raptors doing whatever they're doing. Yeah, Makes no sense. doesn't matter. Here's the trade everyone wants us to talk about. Kevin Durant to the Suns. Suns get Ke- KD and TJ Warren. Nets get Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder. Four unprotected first-round picks plus a pick swap in 2028. Now. Original, okay, first reaction to the trade is I think, I genuinely do think that this is like a very fair trade. Yeah, for what it was, I mean, it's a, you know, the trade deadline. Teams knew that KD was going to leave after Kyrie was traded, whether that was at the trade deadline or it was going to be in the summer so. I guess the Nets kind of messed up by not trading Kevin Durant for some of the crazy offers they're getting over the summer. This this offer's a little less crazy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you get some really solid 3 and D guys, and, uh, you know, I think the Nets are still, you know, an interesting team. They can defend very well. And when um, you're looking at a, especially when we're looking at a pick swap and, like, first-round picks in 2029, yeah, this they, could be the first overall pick. For yeah. It, 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 I mean, just looking at the Suns' timeline, Projecting, you know, Devin Booker's, you know, going to be in his mid thirties by then. Chris Paul is going to be a retired senior citizen. <laughs> Kevin Durant's going to be retired. Um, you know, that's, that's this a, could be this could be a good trade for the Nets in the long term. In the long term, you aren't going to win a title Correct, with, with Kevin, just Durant. Kevin Durant. So, good. I think it was a good trade for the Nets and for the Suns. I mean, this is a great trade. It's a great mind. trade for the Suns because if you think about it, you know, Jay Crowder was not really he wasn't he playing. wasn't that good. Um, Cam Johnson and Miles Bridges are certainly Miles Bridges. Sorry, <laughs> my apologies to all, all those at home. Um, Mikael Bridges, um, not RTB. Um, Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson are very good three and D players for the Nets. But you know, I think the TJ Warren aspect is a very underrated part of the trade because he can do a lot of things that those two can do. So and being able to keep the Andre, yeah, that's huge. So the Suns really just lost one. One player, I one think. big solid three D wing, and replace that person with Kevin Durant. Yeah, which is, I think a good. I think a good. That's trade. a good swap, and uh, yeah, and and TJ Warren's going to get significant minutes on this team. He's not a bad player. No. So and you you got to take you got to keep uh, um, Cameron Payne. Mm-hmm. Okay, who's that's, that's yeah that's that's critical. I mean, Cam, no, I think he's actually pretty uh, he's good. a good player, but you know, you got to keep. I don't know who else is on that team. I don't agree with you. Uh, Tory Tory Craig, uh, Dario um, Dario Sarge, uh, Dario, yeah, you got to keep Damian Lee. You got to keep, <laughs> who's not that bad. Okay, you're you're um. What's he averaging? 
Josh Okogie you got to keep. Josh Okogie is, yeah. He's not terrible. No. Um, I mean, the Suns, when this, when the rotations shorten in the playoffs, th- that's a very dangerous team. Correct. Um, I think they have the best... Um, and Darius Baisley's on this team now also. He just got traded. That's an underrated trade. I actually do really like Darius Baisley. He, I think when he's not hurt, he was playing at a pretty good level for the Thunder. Um, but yeah, you have, you're looking at a team that's going to be very... In a seven-game series, I mean, a fully healthy Suns team is so dangerous at this point that I think they are the favorites to come out of the West. Uh... I think I, the favorites. I would have to reevaluate to see who my favorite is. Out of I the have West. to see them play together. My fault. I gotta. I gotta see them play together first. But I mean, I all of a sudden, the West, like out of the plan, looking very dangerous with the Lakers and the Suns making moves, with the Mavs making yeah. moves. If I'm one of the top seeded teams in the West, I'm terrible. If I'm, I'm if I'm the Nuggets, oh, if, no. if I'm the Kings, I mean, <laughs> if I'm the Kings, I'm lighting the beam <laughs> and getting out of there. Um, good, good season, Kings, but you know, yeah, they're coming. Um. It was all because of Jaw and his stupid mouth. And yeah, we, like, we good in the West. We good in the West. We good in the West. Yeah, you're not good in the West no more. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this is. I think the Suns, depending on how, I, I depending on how um, Devin Booker meshes with Kevin Durant, because I think that Chris Paul is a great piece to have with Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Devin Booker will be good too. I just need to see that. And keeping DeAndre Ayton is such a good. Like I'm not sure how they kept DeAndre Ayton in this deal, but but they did, and he's a great player. So hopefully it means DeAndre Ayton is a little more excited to be there. It looks like he's had some, yeah, issues in the past. Um, I mean I think the X factor. I mean of course X factor is Kevin Durant, but Chris Paul and you know distributing this offense between like two of the best scorers in the league right now. And Devin Booker and Kevin Durant's gonna be really interesting. I, I can't, I can't see. I need. I'm sorry, but like, I need CP zero rings. I can't get. It can't be CP one ring. Like, we need to. Get, they get. They can go. They can go, and they can lose to the Celtics. Okay, I'll let. Okay. I'll let that slide. Um, next trade: Thomas Bryant to the Nuggets. I actually want to talk about this real quick because I think the Lakers are just like they're just stupid. No, I mean they got no. Bro, they have no center. You forgot Anthony Davis. Oh, no. who I got. Who? Oh, Mobamba. Mobamba. I forgot they did trade. I think Mo. Mm, that's actually. It. I'm. I'm I actually. I, I'm a big fan of Mobamba for the Lakers. He can shoot. You know, hypothetically, he can defend. Um, and Thomas Bryant wanted out because he wanted minutes over Anthony Davis, which but, is crazy to me. Um, a good trade for the Nuggets. They got a really solid backup center who's better than DeAndre Jordan. But, um, yeah, I think the Lakers. That it sucks that they had to do that. But they were able to fill in the gaps by trading Pat Bev to Orlando. Orlando. Yeah. Pat Bev was clowning on Shams. He's like, yeah, that's <laughs> he's he slow this year, and then twelve hours later, Shams breaks the trade that Pat, Patrick Beverly has been traded to the Orlando Magic for yep. for some for Mobamba. Um, now, so okay, so I actually like that now. That's that's a good trade actually. I, I kind of forgot that that happened. Okay, next trade. Um, so Jay Crowder got moved real quick to the Bucks. Um, it was a three-team trade, and I think the uh, Pacers got the best part of it. George Hill, Serge Ibaka, Jordan Nuoru, and three second-round picks. I mean... Bucks got Jay Crowder, and this got two, this, for two seconds. This trade doesn't really... It doesn't really matter, but I think it, it gives... The Bucks, another guy. Yeah, especially with like Chris Middleton, like they're like really bad with injuries. 
I mean, they they were just kind of shedding George Hill and yeah. uh, Serge Ibaka, who aren't really who are senior citizens. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Jordan Noir is interesting for the Pacers, but um, we're about to talk about the Hornets, though. Who I don't really know what they were doing. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, so Svi, I can't say this name. I, I don't know. His I name. can't say this I, name. He's he, I don't think he's doing anything too. No, he's a bum. I don't know who he is. He's a certified scrub. Um. I, I don't I, I don't have the energy for the Hornets anymore. Jalen I mean, McDaniels was like a solidified, solid role player. He's like really good. I mean, like, I mean, okay, he was good for like the Hornets, right? He like, yeah. or like he was good for a Hornets player. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, he traded away for straps. two second round picks and a guy that hasn't played, a guy that's averaging then, three and, minutes a game. Oh my! And then you keep. He's averaging three minutes a game. And then you keep. You know, Gordon Hayward, Terry Rozier, you know, you trade Plumley. Yeah. But, I mean, the fact that Gordon you, Hayward— I feel like you could have gone, thought, like, Matisse Thibel straight up. Yeah, I I, I mean, I it was my opinion that they should have just sold everybody. Um, <laughs> not LaMelo. Keep him around. Have LaMelo play some G-leaguers. Get Wemby. You're good to go. But um, they didn't. The Hornets are completely directionless right now. Yeah. I'm um, not sure where they're going. Hopefully they get lucky in the lottery, but knowing the Hornets, they will not. Yep. They'll end up with the seventh, seventh. overall pick. Yeah. Yep. And they'll draft some bum the next Johnny Davis. And it'll be the same thing year after year until LaMelo leaves for the Lakers. <laughs> um, next trade, four-way trade sent Sadiq to Atlanta. Uh, Hawks- Sadiq? Yeah. You know like that? Yeah, you, you didn't. <laughs> um, so Hawks get Sadiq, Pistons get James Wiseman, Warriors get Gary Payne and Gary Payne Jr., obviously. And Blazers get five second round picks. Now we don't know if this trade's gonna go through because Gary Payton failed his physical, so he has like three more days. Um, and if not, then everyone's going back. That's gonna be pretty awkward. Which is pretty funny to me. Um, starting with the Pistons, I think it's a pretty bad trade for them. I James Wiseman's a bum, and you know mm. you're just taking away minutes from Jalen Duran. Uh, okay. Here, here's my take. Here's my take. Yeah, James Wiseman obviously hasn't played at the elite level that everyone thought he was going to out of college, right? Okay. However, however, I don't. I think this is good because you're getting a discount. You're getting the second overall pick for five second round picks. Those second round picks, ten percent of second round picks, have a, a career longer than three years. Okay, James Wiseman can still be that guy. No, he can't. I think he can. You can't pull the plug that like. There's guys that take a couple years to develop in the league, right? And he obviously had the talent if he's going second overall. And I know you're shaking your head right now, but. But you gotta understand that, like, I don't think it's a terrible trade. Now, I do think, and I think it's a terrible trade because obviously, what happened first is um, it was Sadiq for James Wiseman, okay? Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that's that's a good trade. As like for Sadiq for James Wiseman, I think that's a a fair trade in the sense that Sadiq is a good player, he's a good shooter, and James Wiseman is a is a pretty good player that could be pretty good my fault a player that like we don't know enough and i think he's a g-leaguer he plays for the santa cruz crabs to be but like you have to think about it this way like sadiq is good we know he's we know he's going to be a solid role player in the league for a year for like at least six more years right okay but but with james wiseman he could either be out of the league next year or or he could be an all-star in three years. Yep, I said it. I said it. He, you can't disregard people 
that are the second round. I, a I, top I, five guy has the talent to be an all-star. I don't care. It, it's all about how you're developed how, and how your, your game translates to the NBA. Now, Well, that, 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 that's a fine take. It's the problem is that the Pistons already have like a million centers. And a million bigs. I know, but and like, you, they're probably going to draft a big this offseason. So, uh, giving up a very solid young three and D player in Sadiq Bay, um, just doesn't really do much for me. I think it's a bad trade. Warriors get Gary Payton back. Um, I think that's a now they don't they didn't need a guard like they didn't need it like they did. They, but you know, Gary Payton's more than a guard. He can you know cover and guard. They didn't need. I, they didn't. I don't think they needed a guy like Gary Payton. They just wanted him back because they like him and like. And he's going to do more for you than James Wiseman did. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, then, and there's no reason to hold a guy that's that's not providing anything right now, you know, because your time to win is right now. Like yeah. You're not going to win T- two years from now. You're going to be back to rebuilding when Steph's gone. Yeah, and then the Hawks are, you know, they got... They got Sadiq, and I think that's a, for, for five, for, five... For pretty much free. Five second-round picks, that doesn't really mean anything to me. So you get a really solid player. Doesn't really do much for me. You know, I don't think the Hawks are going to be vaults in the title contenders, yeah. but good trade for the Warriors and the Hawks. Next, Pistons are bad. Bums. Next, Bones Highland goes to the Clippers for two second round picks. Uh, I think this is a good trade for the Clippers. I think Bones is pretty good. He wanted out. They get that's a good guard. Basically. Yeah, that's all we for need. For nothing. Play. Young um, guard. Mo Bamba to the Lakers for Pat Bev. I feel like this was a fleece, but also I know Mo Bamba wasn't happy mm-hmm. in um, Orlando. So. It's it's a fine trade. I think they're gonna. Buy, I mean, they're gonna buy out Pat Bev, and Pat Bev's gonna go to the Timberwolves. I I'm saying it. Pat Bev will be a Timberwolf in the next week and a half. I think he will because they're the front runners right now. If Patrick if Patrick Beverly gets bought out, which do y'all, he will. Do y'all really need another old guard? I think we do. I think but, we do. It's just, it's the it's the culture. Um, I I mean, I was kind of sad to see Pat Beverly the Lakers had that crazy game to Celtics. Yeah, where he showed the camera to the ref. <laughs> I thought he was. I thought he was tough. You know, he seemed excited to play with D'Lo, so maybe a little sad that man got sent to Orlando. Yeah, he but. was. He he did tweet the gang's back. Um, um, next trade: Clippers, Mason Plumley, Plumley. Sorry, my fault. Plum dog, Plum goat. Uh, Reggie Jackson. I think this is. I mean, free though. No, Reggie Jackson's. Like, I mean, neither of these play, players are like that good, in my opinion. Ma- I mean, Mason Plumley. You know, starting center. Not what you want. A backup center. That's pretty good. Um, the Hornets, Reggie Jackson's going to get bought out. W- what are we doing? I don't know. Clippers, Eric Gordon, three second-round picks. Rockets, Danny Green, John Wall, first-round pick swap with Clippers. Grizzlies get Luke Kennard. Um, free, free John Wall. Free John Wall. He literally went on a podcast and said he just he just shit he just shit on Houston for like 30 minutes straight just talking shit about Houston, and, and now he's back. He's so, going to get bought out. Bought out. Yeah. I, I thought I didn't, I didn't realize he was – bad for them i thought he was solid but i guess he's not um nah. he's go back to dc john yeah um luke Kennard for the grizzlies i think that's fine i don't think you really need a guy like luke Kennard. no you can, you can always use a guy like luke Kennard. good shooter i mean i mean plays the game the right way i mean i, I mean I, that wasn't I, I wasn't the joke he's a legitimately good shooter but like you know i mean you have a guy like desmond bain though that can shoot the ball but you know desmond bain's more of a forward luke Kennard's a guard yeah it's always nice to have for basically nothing Okay. Yeah, I, I, agree, I agree. Or maybe the GMs this year think the second round class is really good, mm-hmm. but you know, a lot of second yeah, there's round a picks. lot of second round picks going up, and there's a couple more trades. I mean, Darius Bates to the Suns. We were talking about Devonta Graham to the Spurs um, for Josh Richardson. I mean, Devonta. I'm going to be hundred with you. Like I'm going to be so for real. Devonta Graham or my fault. Josh Richardson is not worth four second round picks. Josh Richardson 
is not on the same level as Sadiq Bey. No, I mean, he does most of the stuff Sadiq does for a contending team. Uh, he's just older and slower. Um, not as good. I don't think he's as good. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, you, you kind of get numb to second round picks, you know? Like, yeah, who, who cares? Like, if you got offered a trade of 2,000 second round picks mm-hmm. for Kevin Durant, I don't think you would take it. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. It's just. It's fine, you know, three and D player. Yeah, second round picks. What are they gonna do for you? You know, get you, get you the next Jokic. Uh, Jokic yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's all we got to talk about today, right? Nothing really else went down in the last week. We already talked about the Super Bowl. We'll be back next week when the when the, the, Chiefs the Pro Bowl win. games went crazy. Oh yeah, Pro Bowl, huge, huge. That was so fun, so enjoyable. Panthers hired Jiro Averro. No one cares. The Broncos. No one cares. Going, no, one cares. no one cares. All right. Um. We'll be back Somebody next week. Somebody cares. We'll be back next week when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. When the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Um, let oh let's see let's see the bets real quick. Ready ready. Um, bitch better have my money. Is gonna be the first song Rihanna plays, or my sleeper is Disturbia. Okay. Um, it's gonna be Orange Gatorade poured onto the winning team, and um, it's gonna be Tails. Tales never fails. The um, the last song is going to be Umbrella. Okay. And there's the special guest is going to be Jay Z. ASAP Rocky special guest. That's a bad take. Um. Okay. We'll, we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. I'm Zach Jewel. I'm Jack Witter. And this was Hashtag Pack Watch.